Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited about this interview. And I realize I say that about every single one, but it's literally true uh, because I just love talking to people and I love like this one-on-one aspect and getting to know different people and how they are living out their designs and everything. Um, In this interview, it is um, the first one I'm featuring with a fellow manifesting generator. And so, what I love about like each manifesting generator that I meet is so unique. We are just an incredibly unique type. And so I hope you guys enjoy this interview and the conversation that we have. I don't want to spoil too much for you guys, but it is so good. And I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. I am so excited to be interviewing Leah today. She is a uh, astrologer. She does like some human design. She's a parenting coach and a homeschooling mama. And she is a uh, two, four single definition manifesting generator. I'm so excited to talk to another manifesting generator on this podcast, just to get a whole different perspective with this and also just a parent uh, because I always say like I am not a parent I'm a proud aunt so I'm excited to be interviewing Leah today uh Leah if you just want to start by just giving a brief introduction um for just so people know listening know who you are and like what you do like in your own words yeah thank you I'm so happy to be here um yeah so like you said I I'm a parenting coach. I trained in a model called Pure Joy Parenting, Um, and it's all about parents um, creating emotional safety for themselves and really looking at the patterns from um, our own lives and our own childhood and kind of where that prevents us from showing up as as the like person that we really want to be for our children and which is essentially just like our true selves, you know, like I kind of hold the belief that our children come to us to experience as much as of us as possible like there's things that they can teach us and that we can teach them and then um so that's a big part of my work is I do parenting coaching and then that's where the human design comes in right is then it's like human design helps us to understand more about um who we are and then I, I started out as an astrologer so that's kind of my first love is just kind of you know astrology itself and I, I merge it all together as being the manifesting generator that I am. I, I weave it all in different ways into my work. I love that. And um, yeah, I was saying before, like astrology is that one piece of human design. Like I get asked about it and I'm like, I don't know. I'm giving like a, a panic face. I'm like, um, I'm like, uh, I I'm a, I'm a Sagittarius, Gemini moon, Gemini rising, but 
and I know what the Gemini moon and rising means, but I don't know what Leo or Aquarius or I don't know any of that. And I'm just like panic mode. I'm like, I don't know, like North node, South node, like, I don't know. And so I, I love that, you know, like that piece, like the astrology piece and then tie it in with, you know, like human design, like the more that the more that I've like dived into like human design, I'm like, oh, this is me. Uh, but then like, now that I, my eyes were like opened a little bit. And so now like when I look into astrology, it's less confusing and I go, oh my gosh, I see this piece too. And like, this does fit in with like the human design and like the different, not even like the astrology piece of it, but like, um, like the gates, which are based off the aging. It's like, whoa like how in the world do all of these pieces like fit together um have you like noticed that at all have you looked into like the like different pieces of like your human design and like seen how it's connected to like astrology and like made those sort of connections and has anything like blown your mind with that yes oh I love that question yeah so and this is kind of how my own human design and astrology kind of ties into all of this. So I have a lot of Scorpio placements, which is like someone who really likes to get below the surface. Like I like to go really deep um, with things, you know, that's in my astrology. So kind of, I'm looking for patterns and that's something that I love to do with clients and, and particularly like parent child um, together, like, like a couple of parent child, a whole family of like, how are our, I'm looking for patterns between the astrology chart the human design chart, and then what's actually showing up in their lives. So like how are open and defined centers affecting each other? How are different sun and moon signs affecting each other? Or like Mercury, our communication style. And then I'm, I'm hoping to kind of like weave that all together so that we can get a different understanding. So how that fits with human design, for example. So when I first learned astrology, I'll just use myself. I learned that, you know, I have the sun in Pisces, for example. So in human design, that's my conscious sun gate. That's where that is it's gate 55. Um, and so then I add that in, it's gate 55, it's in the solar plexus. So I know the kind of the nature of gate 55. And then I'm also thinking about the fact that, oh, for me, cause I know astrology, I know it's in um, Pisces and I know it's in the fourth house, which is like about family and roots and like familial patterns and the inward world. So I kind of like can tie it all together. And it just, for me, it gives me like a really full picture. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, for anybody who's listening and is completely confused by astrology, um, know that that used to be me and and you're not alone. Um, and we will definitely, uh, be linking like Leah's accounts and everything. So, um, yeah, if you like need to get more clarification, I'm sure you can like reach out or she has like some info and everything because that's it sounds like it's what you do so um totally. if you're confused it feels like you. Don't know. <laughs> yeah we got you yep absolutely we can say it in ways that are digestible <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 oh I I love that so much and then um you know when when I get people to interview like one of my questions is like since learning your human design like what is like the biggest change that you've seen in your life like can you like elaborate more about like how learning and like diving deeper into your human design has like 
change made some like positive changes in your life like in how you manage your energy yeah absolutely so phew it's hard to kind of summarize for me it's been one of the most life-altering tools you know and I've I've saw a lot, a lot of tools. And for me, the understanding of human design, not necessarily the technical head knowledge, but the embodied understanding has been huge for me. When I found out I was a a manifesting generator, it was difficult for me to understand because I have a lot of water in my astrological chart. And so that's very flowy. You know, it's like effusive. It's a little bit hard to pin down. When I found out I was a manifesting generator, this part of me clicked into gear of like, oh, I am a highly energetic, vibrant being. And I, because of my childhood and my background and my conditioning, I was not accessing that part on myself. Um, I think, you know, I was really kind of trying to um, mirror my mom's energetic patterning, which is a a, a typical um, like pattern that I see um, in parent-child kind of combinations is that you, you unconsciously kind of try to become your, your mom's body graph rather than your own. Um, and so I was kind of living as this like really non-energetic being. And so for me to find out that I was a manifesting generator, all of a sudden, all that suppressed energy had a voice and a life and it started to come out. And then a lot of like problems, like I call them energetic tangles in my life started to fall away because all that unexpressed energy kind of goes into not so healthy patterns. So once I like kind of set it free, then yeah, my life really started to shift. And then the second thing I would say is finding out that I have an open or an undefined emotional center. I I still work with that one on a daily basis to see how that's affecting my life, my choices, my trauma, my patterns. I I tap into that every day. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I love that. And um, it's interesting because I, uh, not because of, you know, trying to be like my parents or anything, but, uh, as a manifesting generator, like I was living like a non-energetic being also, but I remember these like moments of childhood where, um, I would be like, people would be like, do you drink like coffee? Do you like, what are you on? And I'd be like, I'm high on life guys. I'm high on life. Like as a child, I'm not necessarily saying that, but that was like, you know, kind of what I would say is like, nope. I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just excited. Like I'm like, and still to this day, like caffeine doesn't really do anything for me. Um, but it was just like, I was like, oh yeah, I am an energetic being. I just like kind of suppressed it because I was told like, you know, oh my God, you're crazy. And you're like hyper and you're like, you know, like there's something wrong with you, but really it's just, it's how, we're designed to be is energetic and just to let that out um and uh yeah I that was like such a huge like release for me and just allowed for me to come back into my own uh power and everything um yeah my my next question is like I know there's a there's a lot of listeners who are probably parents or maybe thinking about having kids. Like how do you use like human design in like parenting? Like, like, do you know your kids chart and like work with their energy along with your own? Like, how do you use that in like the parenting and like raising of your kids? That's a great question. Yeah. So I use it constantly. Um, 
I use it every day with my children, not necessarily again, like a head knowledge, but I'm always kind of seeking to have this conversation with them energetically and, and understanding their energetics and mine and how they play out together informs the way that I live with them and the way that I've created our family combined with understanding um, their astrology. So one huge one that I, one of the first things I, after the type, you know, like the energetic type, I and sun and moon signs, then I quickly go to um, undefined and defined centers, especially the emotional center, because I find in a family with children, um, if a parent has a defined emotional center and the child has an undefined or vice versa, that's one of the biggest dynamics. So for me, uh, for example, my son um, is a manifesting generator and he has a defined emotional center with um, a couple of different emotional waves. And so, and I have an undefined emotional center. And so he and I were playing this kind of like hot past the hot potato with emotions where I was like amplifying his emotional experience and suppressing it because it made um, me really uncomfortable, to be honest. Um, his, his emotional wave, I was super uncomfortable with it in my body because I hadn't learned how to, how to work with emotional waves. And um, my conditioning was such that it was, it felt dangerous to me to be around someone um, with an emotional wave. And so having that knowledge has shifted my um, relationship with him entirely in the way that I raise him and make space for his emotional wave and his melancholy specifically. Yeah. It, that's just one small example. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the emotional center with like the defined and undefined I've noticed that yeah. that's like one of the biggest pieces and just like as a collective, yeah. we're not, uh, we're not necessarily um, teaching emotional intelligence and teaching, uh, pe teaching people how to actually like process emotions and move through them in a healthy way. Like this came up in, in a container. I'm uh, a support coach for someone asked like, how do I process my emotions? And I was like, whoa okay like and for anyone like listening who has this undefined emotional center um you can set like your own boundaries like around um taking in other people's emotions and like experiencing them like if it's if it doesn't feel safe to you like you don't need to do it like I know it's different like if like with a parent-child situation sometimes like you know it's your kid. It's not like you can just like, you know, like it's a big deal to you. You can't like, just be like, oh, okay. I can't handle your emotions. I'm going to like give you away or like send you to like the grandparents or something like maybe, Absolutely. maybe not. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not like saying that. <laughs> but yeah, the way that I always handled emotions in the past or emotional waves of other people was to avoid or to appease, you know, people with, with, emotional definition or to just hide and retreat and with like you said with your children we have a different opportunity here because you can't just yeah they're there we're in the same home <laughs> yes yes um and so you know that's where uh like I teach people like boundaries are so incredibly yeah. important and um it gets like with younger kids, it's like harder, but like, as like kids get older, you can like set this, like you can communicate with your kids. Like, Hey, you know what? I need like five minutes. Like mm -hmm. we can revisit this in five minutes. Like, let's take a break. Let's, and 
um, you know, like when you're, when your kids are older, like maybe like teenage years or something, like you can do that. You can create that healthy space. Um, and you can do, agree or disagree with me, but like, you know, you can create that healthy space where you like, you can allow your kids to process their emotions the way that they need to. And also for you to take on and handle that energy in a way that feels like the best for you. Um, like, let me know if you disagree or if I'm No, right. I absolutely agree. And that I think is what was huge for me is like understanding that his emotional process was his, right? And then I was taking it into my being and amplifying it and making it personal, um, you know, just because of my own patterns. It's not good or bad. It's just kind of how the energetics work. And so, yeah, giving him space to have his emotional process and it's just, it's his own. It's not about me. Um, and we can piss each other off and we can be sad and we can be all these things, you know, and it's not, yeah, I mean, it's an ongoing practice to be honest. And I think that's one of the things that human design gives me permission for is I'm not trying to change this dynamic. I'm just like understanding more about what it is and, and giving us space to be individuals. So yeah, I absolutely agree with you, giving each other space to, to process on your own, not kind of intermingling your experiences in an unhealthy way where it's like, and I think that when we look back on a lot of our childhoods, it's kind of the way it's been with codependency and our feelings get all, you know, enmeshed and we don't have the freedom to have our own boundaries and emotional experiences. So yeah, human design has helped me a lot with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, that's just, it's so important to like pay attention to your own energy along with like, you know, when you're working with other people and like when you're, when you're a parent to like a child, like I think about it more, um, how am I honoring my energy around my nieces and nephew? Like, I just, um, I see so much like unaligned energy in my family and like, I'm like one of the only ones who studies this kind of thing and like tries to improve and everything. And so I see like, okay, how can I, how can I model like a healthy relationship? How can I model like a healthy uh, management of this like energy so that I can be the example for um, for the children who are, you know, growing and developing around me? Because they're like, they're five and under. So they're just like watching and like maybe asking me questions, but it's definitely like where that subconscious mind is like forming and like making these um, assumptions. So it's just important to honor and, uh, be working with your energy and showing people like how it can be like really healthy. Um, is there, yeah, is there anything else around, um, like, like raising the kids with human design that you want to share? Like anything else besides the emotional, I mean, I guess I really, I, I, I take so much of who they are into account um, in that I think the old kind of way of parenting was everything was personal and our children's behavior was like a reflection on us. You know, it's our job to like shape and mold them. And now I just, I see it so differently of like, okay, how does this fit into their path, you know, in the story that they're living and what am I, what are they here to teach me? And then how am I creating kind of like the ground for them to just live in, into that story? And it just kind of takes it, it's not personal. It's not about me 
being a good or a bad mom. It's just about who they are and who I am. Like, where am I taking responsibility? Like you said, for my own energetics, like, am I living true to who I am and making space for them? Um, and one thing that really helps me with that too, is the variables, like the little arrows at the top of the chart for those who don't know that informs since I am homeschooling them, that informs a lot of their, um, the way that I do school for them. So like my son, for example, is a quad, right? Like he has, well, and my daughter is almost too. Like, so they have, we have a lot of right variables in our house, um, which is like, you know, very flowy, right mind, non-strategic. And so we, we learn in that way because, because I know that. And so um, that really helps me. And I find with my clients, it helps them to understand their children, particularly when it comes to like learning environment. That's a big one too. So yeah, that's another example. There are so many, but <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. The variables, like the arrows around, they usually show like around like the head center. Um, yeah. yeah it, it can influence your um, learning styles. It can, it's like, it's your digestion, your environment, yeah. your awareness and your perspective. And so uh, um, so the, if they're pointing left for anybody listening, um, I'm going to do a podcast episode diving into, uh, more of this and like how actually how to apply it to learning. So, um, oh, cool. yeah, listen to that. Yeah. uh, but like left facing is more like, you know, like masculine and like structure and, uh, yeah. like very like regimented. Like if you think of, in terms of digestion and eating, like the like left arrow, which is what my digestion is like, it's like, okay, I eat at this time. I eat like, and it's, I follow intuitive eating and I find that I naturally like do this. I naturally like have yeah. a routine. I'm not like setting my, I hate alarms. I'm not like setting my alarm, but it's very, yeah. it's very like structured. Whereas like the right facing is definitely like more flow and it can that's where like with in digestion terms, like some people can do well with like intermittent fasting type things. Cause you don't like yeah. need like the food every like few hours Yeah. <laughs> um, with like that passive um, like right facing just in terms of digestion. But like I said, it applies to different areas and that's like just a whole other layer. And I don't think yeah. in human design, it gets talked about a lot because you know, like some people do really well with routines and other people like really struggle yes. with that. And like, we're, we keep on trying to fit people into these like little boxes, like, oh, if so-and-so does it this way, you need to do it this way. Like, no. <laughs> and I'm so glad you brought it into intuitive eating because I think it's huge for intuitive eating. Like, for example, my, my son, um, like you said, right facing arrow, he can do the intermittent fasting and he's also indirect light. So, um, he, he does evening time eating and he's always done that ever since he was little. Um, but the conditioning of the world kind of told me, you know, eating at nighttime is bad, you know, but I trusted that kind of, I must've had a gut feeling and, and I always trusted that despite what people would tell me and, um, human design just kind of gave me more permission for that. And so he intuitively eats really brilliantly. He just intermittent fasts and then evening he really loads up and, um, so human design kind of helps me to see that's just, he's doing what his body needs. And my hope for him is just that he can stay in touch with that for his life. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I've, I've noticed that like when you're doing things naturally and like 
you're given that permission, like when you're like young and like forming everything, like it carries on like later in life. Like some of the things I remember from my childhood that like I uh, had full out permission to do that I loved like reading, like uh, I say this a few times throughout the podcast, like I work part-time as a librarian that has stayed with me because it's a huge passion. And I was allowed to um, do that and like encouraged to do it. So um, just, yeah, it's just something I experienced. I have a, I'm a six, three. So like I share my experiences and that's like how I, that's how I like learn and like teaches like through my experience and everything. Um, love that. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I'm trying to, we've, we've talked about like so many amazing things so far. I'm like, this is so good. <laughs> I know we covered a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we covered a lot. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So what is your, or actually not <laughs> like so for people who are new to like human design they they grab their body graph and they're like what does this mean like where do I get started do you have any advice for like people who are new to human design like maybe like where to start or um like maybe a way to like process it so that they can um I like asking this for manifesting generators because we like took shortcuts or at least I did. Uh, <laughs> so it's like interesting to hear like, oh, what kind of shortcut did you take? Like maybe there's another one that like <laughs> I can experience. But yeah, any advice for like people new to human design who are like maybe overwhelmed or confused on where to get started? That's a great question. And of course, I guess, like you said, it depends on how the person naturally likes to learn and digest information. But yeah, you're so right. I hadn't thought of it that way. I'm glad you said that. As a manifesting generator, I wanted to get straight to it. And as a 2-4, I'm like 2-4 profile, you know, like I wanted to get to what was easy and what felt natural to me, you know, like I didn't want to get caught up in in non-essential details, right? So I, I kind of went straight to energetic management is what I was craving in my own life was like, what does this mean for how I use my energy in my life? And so um, if that resonates with you, you know, a different, those who are listening, a different approach might be, you might want to go more technical with it right away. And that might be supportive to you. But for me, just understanding the basics of like, how my energetic body works with the fact that I am a manifesting generator and then what, and then I went straight to embodiment with like, okay, so what does it feel like in my life when I let that energy flow? Right. And then, um, I really wanted to start to feel in my body, what, what it felt like when I was amplifying someone else's emotions as, you know, an undefined emotional center. And what does it feel like to use my defined heart center? And like, I wanted to really start to know those feelings so that I could have more awareness. So that's kind of where I hacked it was just to go to learn a little bit and then go straight into embodiment. And then of course my kids inspire me. I could like see it in each of, I could, they helped me to learn and, and my clients like, okay, that's what that, how that plays out in real life. So I was very, very motivated to just see how this can play out in real life and to experiment with like, how can this support families? Yeah. Yes. I love that. And like, that is pretty much like the whole point of this podcast. It's like asking these questions like, Hey, what are your experiences with like, 
this energy and uh, and like how this plays out in your life. And I'm uh, I've been interviewing people like I've been in, I had an interview with like pretty much like a newbie who like uh, maybe knew her type and a little bit of her profile and that was pretty much it. And I was like, yes, okay, that works. Ooh. Like everybody is in a different space. So like if you uh if like that sounded like really good to you if you're listening like this podcast is a perfect place for you <laughs> to yeah. learn and hear all of these um different stories with human design um because like that is uh that's a lot of like how I like I learned like the intellectual part of it but I took it and I was like okay what does this look like in my life? Like, how can I, how can I embody this? Like, what does this look like in other people and, um, and in me and everything? And so I, I love that answer. Um, (laughs) yes, like it's, it's so huge to like experience that with other people. Um, so have you, let me, so something that like can come up with manifesting generators uh, is this, like we move fast and um, can master things quickly. Has have you ever like struggled with that? Like with maybe like, oh, this like excited me and I did all this work, but now I want to move on. Like, have you ever like struggled with like that energy um, dynamic in your life? And like, how did you like? work if so like how did you work through and like move through it oh my gosh that's a beautiful question oh and that touches me because that's been a huge part of my journey like when I learned that about myself it helped me to have so much more self-love and self-compassion um because the way I kind of took that energy and judged it growing up or just in my life was I gave myself the label flaky which also you know I'm a Pisces sun which is a water sign and that could also lend towards a judgment of of flakiness, you know? And so when I understood that about myself, it made so many events in my life make sense where I would just be all in on something. And then all of a sudden the energy would just plummet. And I was so confused by that. And I think I confused other people. And my response to that was just to kind of essentially ghost the project, you know, or to ghost the people involved because I had a lot of shame around when my energy would plummet on a project. And so um, understanding that, you know, it hasn't changed how I am, but it changes how I relate to it. So now I'm kind of like, I educate myself and the people around me of like, Hey, I'm just not feeling energy for this project anymore. How is that for you? Like, what's that like for you? And how do we want to work with that? I can be more considerate of how I affect other people. And then, um, because I'm not coming from a place of shame, they can receive it and advocate for themselves. Um, So, I mean, it's an ongoing journey. Sometimes I still get caught up into some self-aggression around that topic, but overall I'm starting. And also, okay, here's another huge one is I'm starting to plan my life and my work with that knowledge and that self-acceptance. So I plan projects that aren't always super long-term, you know, because I, I understand that my energy (laughs) may burn out pretty fast. Yes. Um, yeah, that's shown up in my life. Like also like, and sometimes you move through it uh, and yeah. just, I don't know, like I, the first significant time like that I felt it is when I, uh, I got my librarian degree, like to be a librarian 
background, you need a master's of library and information science. So I spent like a year going hardcore, getting my master's in library science. And then like the, um, a couple months after I graduated, I wanted to like start a business <laughs> and, be like, <laughs> yes. and be like a, an online, like influencer like it was uh, at a time where I had lost like a ton of weight and I wanted to um and I was still like technically overweight and like smaller in the, than the body now but like I wanted to like bring that to like more people and I kind of like I didn't really know enough and I didn't like go full out on that dream but uh that was in 2014 so what is that? Like seven years, seven years and change later. Um, I'm still working as a librarian in libraries. Um, but I, so like, I didn't, you know, waste the degree or anything, but like it, I allowed myself to like, oh, like this is like a part-time, like hobby-ish fashion or like job for me. But like, I'm allowing myself to go full into like my passion of like helping people and like running a business. And so uh, like, that's another way to deal with it is sometimes it's like, maybe, maybe it's like a way like, oh, you like, you're not going to go like full out and it's not going to be where you feel trapped, but like, where it's like, oh, I'm going to like shift this energy a little bit and have it show up in a way that works in my life a little bit better uh that's yeah. a great point sometimes it's just a small pivot and so like and I think that's what I didn't understand about myself because I was confused is I thought I had to pull out fully it was like all or nothing instead of like sometimes we can just tweak something to be more right for us at the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sometimes not sometimes it's a full stop but a lot of times it's just like <laughs> all that is needed is a small tweak and then we can keep going <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, it took me, it took me a long time to get there. And like, um, I, you know, came to that realization before I even knew like human designer had been working with that energy, but uh, like a huge thing for me was just giving myself that permission to um, own the multiple passions. And even if like for other people, like, you know, it's, it's kind of like this hallmark of honor, like, oh, I was able to quit my nine to five and my business can fully support me. But I'm like, well, what if you don't really want to leave that job? Um, and that's where I'm at. Like, I have this perfect mix where, you know, I get out of the house 20 hours a week and it's like a, a low stress job where I get to help people. Like, I love, oh, I love that. That's such a beautiful example of you kind of like embracing all the different facets mm-hmm. of your life. That's in my experience too. But mine is like specifically with my mothering and my homeschooling and my work. Like if one or the other, if I hyper-focus on one or the other and think like kind of how the conditioning is in the world of like pick your lane, you know, and I think I'm only this, you know, like I'm going to work now or I'm just going to be with the kids. Then I notice, um, my flow as a manifesting generator starts to wane. But when I give myself permission to be all of it, maybe I'm, maybe sometimes I'm focusing harder on one area than the other. And then I, I shift back and forth. But when I give myself permission to be all of it and not just pick one thing is when 
I notice that I can flow the most. Is that how it is for you too? Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely like, sometimes I'm focused more on one than the other. And I realized that it's actually like in this big picture, like the stuff that I do for my business is translating into work that I do for the library. Like I'm going to be bringing like a free program on how to start a podcast with everything that I'm doing like right now. So like the pieces all work together and, uh, and I plan on, and like, I'm working on like bringing in these pieces of, oh, I can help people like with starting a business and like starting, like teaching courses, like learning the tech and stuff because like library, just so you know, plug for public libraries. If you're in the United States, like check your local library, you can like get free, like your taxes are paying for Like you can get like free classes, free education, free books, like so much stuff. Like if you are just wanting to gain knowledge, like I will advocate for check out your public library before like buying all these books you're going to read once and then like toss, read the books (laughs) from the library. Like it's so good. we have so much access with the library you're so right with the libraries it's like it's true it's really amazing that we can educate ourselves really with the library system Mm -hmm. and yeah and that's what I do and like I bring these pieces that like other people don't have that experience that I do and so like I can merge both my passions together and it like helps me and and it helps the community that I am a part of and everything too, because yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how everything can like fuse together. Like when you look at the bigger picture, you know, um, like I love using like human design and manifestation. Like you're looking at this big picture, like you're going through this something, but it's actually like bringing you to something like so amazing on the other side. So yeah Yeah, it's a beautiful reframe too of like I think that's what as manifesting generators one of the things that we show the world is how it's all connected and yeah it's not we're not all compartmentalized we're like just this whole picture you know like oftentimes something that I like you mentioned you go to school for something or you start a project and it doesn't turn out how you think but it it doesn't turn out how your mind thinks right but it, it in my experience it does turn out right for my life path. Like every project I've ever done and left or everything I'm piv- I've pivoted from gave me like a stepping stone for the next thing that I'm gonna do. Um, so I love that you say like, yeah, you bring your business into your library work and your library work into your business and it's all connected. It is. Oh. And yeah, another connected, the connecting piece, my undergrads in marketing. Like, yeah, see it all. Together and like that's what it's about, right? Is like trusting that our bodies hold the wisdom, and we maybe don't don't know until two, five, ten years down the road why we needed that thing at the moment. Exactly. It's yeah. It's so uh, it's so interesting to like reflect back on how all these different like pieces uh, come together, and you get to embody like different things that you learned like it may be intellectually but then like the embodiment comes years later yeah and yeah uh, Ooh, that's like a good so point. <laughs> I love it yeah. Me too. Oh. 
Yes. Oh my God. This conversation. I, I love it. I've been, I've been loving talking to you. Um, I'm like trying to think if there's anything we left out in this. We went, we kind of went like deep into this. So I don't know if there's like much else, like, um, so with, do you, maybe, maybe you're, maybe you'll agree with me on this or not. Like, I think that like with human design, like sometimes it's like, logically we need to start at like the beginning and then like dive deeper and deeper. Do you, do you think that's true? Or do you think like somebody can like start in a place that's like, I think like the typical starting place is always like your type. Like, do you think that people can get a lot out of it? Like maybe if they start like looking at their centers or maybe like the variables or like the gates and stuff, like, I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. I've never been asked that question, but it excites me. So, okay. I think it depends. Cause like, okay, here's an example is my husband, his profile lines are one, three. So, you know, he's like, he needs a solid foundation of knowledge under him. So like for him to understand something, even like his type, right. He needs to go for him personally. He wants to go way back to like, wait, what is, you know, what are the gates and all of this, you know, like what everything before he can like take that piece for himself. Um, for me as a two four, that hasn't been my experience. And I kind of also um, like just, just my configuration of how I operate, I take a totally different approach where, especially in my parent coaching, I'm taking the actual lived experience of parents and their children and asking them to bring me where are the energetic tangles like say that first, like what's going on inside of you. And then now let's look at the chart and find out where that lives and find out how this information can support you. And then I'm kind of pulling the bits of information that I think might be helpful. So yeah, a lot of my clients don't have the basic understanding and we go all out of order and we kind of go wherever we need to. Um, that's my style. And yet I also see the beauty of like, I love those human design analysts who can just like go right in order and they bring you on a journey. Um, yeah, it's just, I go in a different way with it. So that's my experience. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I knew there was a reason why I asked that question and it, yeah. it didn't like fully come out um, the way that I wanted it to, but like, you know, it's, we all learn differently and we all have like different energies. And so um, this is just, I like to talk about these things because sometimes we like don't even, we're conditioned to like not go outside of like the lines and like yeah. not to like, oh, this is how we're supposed to like look at things. This is how we're supposed to like, you know, see things and everything and like, kind of like, it's kind of like following the crowd, like, especially when you don't know what you're doing, like, oh, what's everyone else doing? Oh, they're starting with the types here. They're starting here and like working their way deeper and deeper. But I love that approach. And it's something that I've started to do is like, you know, like, hey, like, what are you, what are you struggling with? Like, yeah. what's something 
what's something you're struggling with? Okay, let's take a look at your human design chart and like see what's going on here. And like sometimes, sometimes it is like a type like question or maybe like the centers, but you know, and sometimes it's like a gate or maybe like a channel or something, but just looking at it that way is just um, a different way to look at things. So if, you know, you're looking at your human design and you're like, oh my gosh, everything like overwhelms me right now. Like take a look at like, hey, what's going on in your life? Like, are you, you know, are you like struggling with maybe like a friendship or a relationship? And like, that's like your big like focal point or maybe it's like a money mindset, like wound, like maybe you're like struggling, um, like with keeping your bank account balanced and everything, like you can take a look at your, you can see like what's going on, like with your human design and, um, you know, like for money, like, um, usually we look at like the Jupiter gates, like, I know astrology threw that in, (laughs) but yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it's all like connected. So it's like, oh, like, let's take a look at like the energy here in your chart and see what's going on here. And maybe like that can be like a starting point of, oh, let's like work around this along with like the typical money mindset stuff. But it's just like another added layer of um, what you're moving through, you know, so. I love how you word it. That. that's yes that's helping you understand that more deeply too because it's been my experience too that like the pieces of my chart come to me as I need them you know so like I I had never really paid attention this is more in astrology but it also applies to human design to my Jupiter placement like it, I knew it in my head but I hadn't really sat with it and then just recently it's been coming to me at the time that I needed it and that's been my experience with my clients as well um and, and my children. So it's like, for me personally, it's been my experience that I don't have to know every detail of everything all at the moment, um, that we can kind of intuitively have the pieces land in our lives at the time we need them. And for me, the goal is to take a little bit of information and have it as really lived experience. So it starts to alter our lives. And I know also very, a lot of gifted readers who do the exact opposite right and I I so admire and respect that too and sometimes I really need I I am very clear about what I don't do and so I go to other other professionals to do the things that I just really don't do (laughs) yeah um oh for sure and like the like readers who can just like spit out like I mean I started out this way it's like okay let's talk about your type let's talk about this let's talk about this and yes I got bored (laughs) Manny Jen got bored and I'm like this needs to be like it needs to be exciting and so you know I I do yes oh you're no it cut out and so I talked over the top of you but yeah I when you said it wasn't exciting that you just gave me an aha moment too of like, I feel like that didn't give me enough to respond to, you know, like to have the sacral response versus when a client, it's like, tell me about you to the client. And when they tell me about their life, that gives me something to respond to. Do you think that is the same for you? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I definitely like feel that too. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I definitely like feel that too. It's like, it gives me when like clients come to me and like, you know, 
say something like it gives me something to respond to and even like so like let's say you're somebody who um you know wants to go through the logical process like how I can make that a little bit more exciting because sometimes that's like what my clients want. Um, I, yeah. I ask them like where they're at and I like take a pause and like I ask them questions just to give me something to respond to. So many gens or generators, that's like something you can do um, in a reading just to, if it's starting to feel a little bit like, like (laughs) ask questions and like take a pause and like ask a question like hey how can you think of any ways that that has shown up in your life especially if your client is like a generator like give them like a question to like respond to and like try to elicit that like sacral response in them also so oh I love that I'm gonna take that advice for myself thanks (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah that's like the whole point of this but oh my gosh this has been like so 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 good so um last question like if anybody wants to like work with you or get a hold of you uh where can people like reach you um like on social media or website or anything like where can people reach you Ah, great question. So I mostly live on Instagram. Uh, I just like it for some reason. Um, so Leah, L-E-A-H, Ray, R-A-Y, Rupp, R-U-P-P, uh, Leah Ray Rupp on Instagram. And then LeahRupp.com is my website. You can find me there. So, um, and I have like a, a program for parents called Astro Aware Parenting. It's like a group program. We learn how to track the sun and the moon and and learn about your kids' astrology charts. And then I do parent coaching and individual sessions. I'm actually going to do a thing like back to school for parents because parents need school too sometimes. So (laughs) I love that. And yeah, we'll have them. We'll have all of that linked in these show notes for you guys but I want to thank you Leah for coming on like this conversation has been like so exciting and like so good (laughs) Um, (laughs) yes all right looking forward to uh keeping in touch thank you thanks for listening to today's episode want to dive even deeper I invite you to check out my free membership embody your design we dive deep into how you can embody your unique human design link to join is in the show notes if you enjoyed this episode i would appreciate a review on itunes as a special thank you you can send your screenshot of the review to the amy may at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift i invite you to tag me on instagram at the amy may with your favorite part of this episode thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode